The first reading that we have this evening from Leviticus outlines the harsh laws that people with skin diseases lived with in their time. What people probably had was not leprosy or what today is called Hansen's disease that really didn't probably appear in the Holy Land until about the second century before Christ. It came up from um, the tropics. But what people were afflicted with, they did have skin diseases, fungal and parasitic skin infections that were highly contagious, and they usually did pass after a certain amount of time. But people had to withdraw from the normal life of their community, and it was still very serious. As advanced as we think we are with medicine today, we too know how we have to avoid people with contagious diseases. You know, we're saying a lot today, aren't we? Stay away from me, okay? Don't touch me. You know, because we're so aware of all these bugs and the flu that's going around. So, you know, we're getting out the hand, hand sanitizer everywhere, right? And people are putting masks on, and it's scary. It really is. There's never going to be a time in the history of humanity when we don't struggle with some disease. It's part of our human condition. In the gospel today, when the leper came up to Jesus, he was doing something that was forbidden. The law said that he was to be banished to the margins of society. Yet he kneels down before Jesus, knowing that Jesus had the power to help him. He says, if you wish, you can make me clean. The man had no question about whether Jesus could accomplish this. The question only was whether Jesus would do it, would want to do it as a part of his mission. Of course, that was what Jesus's mission was, right? Was to bring life. You know, if you were not clean, if you were not clean, you didn't have life. If you were clean, you had life, and Jesus is the source of life. And so that's what he came to do, to bring life. And according to Mark, this request stirred Jesus to his depths. Even before Jesus could speak, he reached out his hand, touched the suffering body, transformed it with his tenderness. I do will it. Be made clean. Have life. And with that, he was commissioned. This man was to become an apostle. Go, show yourself to the priest. Offer what Moses prescribed. We don't know even if he ever got there. But we know that when he spread the story near and far, then Jesus is the one who kind of was banished, right? He had to go to the margins, not the leper. He couldn't be out in the open anymore. What makes this story so beautiful is that we have this man, the leper, who knew his need like no one else and was willing to expose it. He found in Jesus a man who had no fear whatsoever of his contamination. So what does this story from a long time ago um, have to tell us who suffered from such a horrific disease? 
that maybe we have more in common with him than we realize. Society ordered him to hide from sight. But how often today are we adept at hiding from our own weaknesses and illnesses? Yes, even indeed our own sinfulness. Oftentimes we don't want people to know that we're sick. If someone knows I'm sick, I may lose my job. I lose, may lose my edge. I may indeed lose my own sense of self-sufficiency. It's not unusual for people to die in the parish, say, from something like cancer. And we never even know that the person was sick until the family wants us to have the funeral. And the person dies without the consolation of the sacraments. The sacraments are so beautiful, so healing, and so consoling. And on the same note, we have, we have two sacraments of healing, you know. Sacrament of reconciliation, sacrament of the anointing of the sick. We often hide also, too, from our own sinfulness. And like our own illnesses, we often deny our own sins and never receive the sacrament of reconciliation, which, too, brings us so much healing and the grace to overcome our sinful nature. In the gospel today, the leper reminds us that Christ can only touch and heal what we bring before him. If we don't bring our genuine self, we will never truly encounter Christ. Have you ever heard of Jesus um, reaching out and touching someone who was self-sufficient? No. He only comes to those who truly need him. A few weeks ago, I had to undergo some minor surgery. It was serious enough, though, that I had to um, be put under for more than just a few minutes. So I said, you know, I need to receive the sacraments of healing, the anointing of the sick, sacrament of reconciliation. So I arranged it with a good friend of mine who was a priest friend the day before my surgery. Because as the day of surgery drew near, I confess I was getting a bit nervous. Because over the years... On more than one occasion, more often than I want to say, people that just went in for minor procedures never woke up. They end up having their funerals. It's true, it happens. Don't think it doesn't. It does. So I know full well that I had to receive both of these sacraments. So I put myself before the Lord 
the day before my surgery. You know, and as you open yourself before the Lord, as you do in the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, you hold out your palms, you feel the oil flowing over your palms. I can only say that it really did. I felt, in that moment, I felt the peace of God coming upon me, the assurance of God filling me. My surgery went smoothly, as well as my recovery. It was a time of blessing in my life. The gospel that we have today is a beautiful gospel. Just as we are about to begin in a few days the Lenten season on Ash Wednesday. Jesus, in this season, wants to bring us life where there's death in our lives, where there's disease, where there's sinfulness. He knows how hard it is for us to trust him and come to him. But it makes it easier when we spend some time with the gospel that we have today. St. Teresa, the little child of Jesus, said, compared to the fire of Christ's merciful love. All of our sins are like a little drop of water being dropped into a blazing furnace. Jesus longs to heal and forgive us. If only we come before him and give him a chance. None of our hidden leprosies will surprise or repel him. He loves each and every one of us unconditionally. There's a detail in the gospel today we can't overlook. It says, the leper came to Jesus and knelt before him. Why would he do that if the law required him to keep his distance? Something in him knew that Jesus would not be repulsed by him. The leper was right. Is that how we think of Jesus? Do I have that much confidence that I can come before him? He has chosen to stay close to us here in the Eucharist. We come before him tonight. We can come before him any time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's the gift that we have in our Eucharistic chapel here, truly present to us. He'll never force himself onto us. He'll never force himself into our hearts. He invites us to come close to him, to kneel down before him, to pour out our miseries to him, our hardships, our struggles, whatever our needs are. Whenever we do this, he will receive us the same way he did the leper. Try it this week. Try it this Lent. We'll not be disappointed.